0: so now that we've tested the anc mini david what are your thoughts on it because we only tested it at that one location uh
1: well i feel like it only worked the best with my SB 11 yep uh sp7 wasn't really the greatest and then your um the fx fx 2.0 uh didn't really have the same effect, mm-hmm. um, and then we didn't really get much with it. Mm-hmm. So, still undecided.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was we test. We had all three pieces of equipment there, so we tried the SB7, and it seemed to just not sync up well with it. Is basically what the
1: gist that I was getting, right, there. You had too much like static, yeah, going on, so it really wasn't dampening it. Um, but I mean, what voices were trying to come through? You can kind of vaguely hear something come through. Uh-huh. It didn't really quite make it clearer, but it was, but it was quieter because you were still dampening it from the actual static of going through the white. Uh-huh. So I, I don't know. Yeah, we used it the one time. It seems like it has the potential to still work, but I guess that's to be determined
0: yeah because I mean we <clears throat> we tried it on the sB7 didn't seem to work well and then we tried it on the FX but the problem is with the FX even if you plug in in a, a uh, external speaker it still plays out of the original speaker just not as loud um. That's why we tend to use the FX for the blind test theory. Uh, So that way everybody else can hear exactly what I'm hearing. And if I say the same word that's heard on the device, you know, obviously it's got to be something. But it seemed to work well on the SB-11. Now, uh, we have a running theory that we're still needing to test. We're going to try because anybody that's out there that's familiar with the SB-11... Um, you can run two separate speakers off of that device. You can uh, use it for each bank. But the problem is, trying to use the, um, use the ANC, you can only use it on one, one bank or the other bank. So we're going to try to see if we can get a splitter. Um, male sp- a male splitter to a female to try to see if we can sync up both sides of it into the into the one piece of equipment and see how that does so we might have to report back when we do that but it, I would assume that it would work right David
1: yeah plus where we were testing it was uh outside so maybe if we we're inside it would be different mm-hmm. just in terms of uh, being able to to hear it better once we've dampened out the white noise yeah so I mean that's potentially up in the air
0: mm-hmm I was reading the descriptions on the ANC, and did you know that if you press both the red and the green button at the same time for two seconds, it resets it?
1: I did not know that, no.
0: Yeah, I was just reading that, because it was, you know, it's saying that it's so easy to use, you know, you press the green button if you want to uh, increase the level, press the red button to decrease the level, and then press both at the same time for two seconds to reset it.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Maybe that could have been the thing, because we just kept pressing it and pressing it, and it just was doing that, so resetting it could have done something different. I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. And, a season, and I'm showing here, maybe we just need to play with it a little bit more, but there's a video here where they're using a SB7 on it.
1: Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I'm not just not the biggest fan of SB7s. Yeah. I don't know why. They've just I prefer the 11 over the 7, but... Well, you and me both, but...
0: I'm sure it'd still be worth just sitting down and playing with it to try to figure out exactly what we need to do. Maybe if we just need to write down instructions like press this button so many times to get it to work correctly and then it will work or anything like that.
1: Yeah, because sometimes I feel like I have to just keep pressing it in order for it to decide to do anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then also, I'm seeing here, there's an asterisk. It says, note, if you're using the SB-11 with the ANC Mini, only one channel can be run through the ANC Mini at at a time, as it does not have simultaneous dual input and output. To run both ch- SB-11 channels, you will need two ANC Minis, or the Paraforce Portal V5. Hmm. But... I'm still gonna get that cable anyway and try it because I think it should work if we're able to get a splitter that way right it's definitely worth trying out that's for sure
1: yeah it's just another piece of equipment that will take a few more testings to determine
0: mm, yeah but you would you say that it seems to be worth the money that you paid
1: for it anyway um, so far, I mean, if it doesn't work out, I don't feel like it was a huge loss. Yeah. To me, anyways. Not unlike the Envoy. If that one were to not work out, then I'd find it a complete failure. Yeah. But I think I paid less than 100 for it, so. Yeah. For the uh, AMC. Yeah, because
0: it's ninety nine ninety for the for the ANC with the speaker, and then it's 69 I think 69. I even got a,
1: a deal on it. Yeah. So, yeah. If it works out, great. If not, it's not going to keep me up at night.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Now, you were going to say something, David, and then I cut you off. My apologies. What were you going to say?
1: Oh, I said it was going to give me an excuse to use my SB-11 more often because I don't normally use that ever.
0: Yeah which I've been wanting to um, wanted to show you some videos that I found on YouTube of other people using the SB-11 so I'm, I am want to get your opinions on them but I'll send them to you later about it um, but yeah you ready to get this show started?
1: yeah what's working
0: on the show your This podcast contains material and language that may be disturbing to some listeners. While not explicit, listener discretion is advised. David and Shane discuss their random paranormal adventures and stories. We dive into paranormal cases from the past and the present. We also talk about what got us into the paranormal, the highlights, and the scary moments while on our adventures. This is Shane, and you are listening to Bear River Paranormal Podcast. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent. This podcast represents the views and opinions of David and Shane and their guests to the show. The views and opinions are for informational purposes only, And because each person is so unique to their experiences, knowledge, and research, any and all opinions expressed does not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of any Bear River Paranormal group member, nor any member of the paranormal community as a whole. All right, thanks so much for tuning in to us. My name is Shane. And I'm David. And on today's episode of the BRP Podcast, we are going to be talking about past lives and reincarnation. We have a game that we are going to be talking about. It is called the Mortuary Assistant. We will be talking about a residential here in Logan. And we will be talking about a piece of equipment David got a few months ago. It is called the EMF Lantern. Now, do you have any updates before we get started, David?
1: Um... I don't think so. I mean, I had two dreams the other oh, day yeah. you want to talk about those uh, yeah so the first dream I got um, I was in like a cafeteria um, kind of like stage area so I mean definitely stage and then in front of the stage I just remember it being more open and then I got uh, attacked by a spirit that pretty much just levitated me up in the air and was just flinging me around Um, So that one was pretty normal for me. (laughs) Um, But then the second dream I had was a little abnormal. Mm -hmm. Um, It took place in my actual house, which I normally don't have dreams inside my house. Mm -hmm. Like being in my house in my dream. Yeah. Um, And I was on the phone with you. And uh, there was uh, where my dining room is. It was just open. And there was a high chair with a doll sitting in it. And I remember walking away, and then I hear a thud. And I look back and I see the doll's head is on the high chair table. And then it just slowly started raising, sitting up, right? And I just remember freaking out to you over the phone, saying, I need your help to get over here now. Um, and you just, I just remember you telling me that you had an idea of what was wrong and what was happening. Mm-hmm. And then I just woke up. Hmm. Um, I will say that the doll, I do remember it details of it, uh, how it looked vaguely. It was like very skinny, mm-hmm. like a skinny type doll. Um, the face wasn't of like a baby face. It was very like person-esque face, like very uh, mm-hmm. like small jaw line, you know, defining features. Mm-hmm. And then I just remember it having like a darker hair okay maybe with a wimple type hat on it not entirely sure Mm -hmm. um and then i just remember it being like a white ish clothing with like lots of black on it like whether it had like stripes of black or something but yeah i just remember remember that and uh other than it moving it really didn't do anything to me i just remember i had just an underlining fear that something was really wrong Mm hmm And I just started freaking out, like, freaking out more so than you would probably see me in person ever freak out. Yeah. But, yeah, it was was very interesting. Hmm. Okay.
0: Now, I do remember you telling me um, that you had one other dream, and that was inside of your house. That was back when you used to live in the trailer.
1: Oh, yeah, that was... uh, That was a while ago. Um, Mm -hmm. this was, I don't remember if it led up to anything or if this was after something, but I do remember, um, so what had happened was, is I was, uh, sleeping and I remember like kind of waking up in my bed, but like not really able to open my eyes, but I knew I was like in my bed Yeah. and I could felt the blanket that was on my chest, like slowly start to slip off. Mm Mm-hmm. Like someone was slowly pulling the blanket off me Uh and then in one swift motion the blanket just gets ripped off and i wake up into a dream you know i didn't wake up in in, to real life i woke up into another dream because i was then in my like uh dining room but i still knew it was a dream because the front door was in the middle of the room instead of the edge Uh so it wasn't exactly like how my trailer looked like it was slightly off and I just remember the screen door just opening and closing opening and closing like slamming shut and stuff and I just had this underlining feeling that I just yelled to stop and then I actually woke up in real life Hmm. so that was probably one of my top weirdest dreams I've uh, ever had so a dream within a dream yeah, some real inception shit. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, it was pretty weird because uh, the f- the first part of the blanket being pulled off felt really, really real. Mm-hmm. But then I did wake up, you know, with a blanket still on me. So I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Some weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Very much so.
0: It is definitely weird. The fact that you had a dream within a dream and it was inside of your trailer and then years later you have another dream about a haunted object in your house that's just I'm I'm not like I'm not very knowledgeable about dreams or anything but I'm sure there's there's something out there kind of explaining it. I do know I pointed out a book to you at Entertainment Mart not too not too
1: long ago. Did you ever go and get that book? Um I haven't stepped in an Entertainment Mart in a long time. Oh, <laughs> yeah, understood. I haven't found time to actually go in there. Yeah. I still Um, think
0: it would be a good thing to read for you, because you you have this uncanny ability to remember your dreams, and I'm sure there's something that could explain it. You know what I mean?
1: I just feel like someone would have to explain it to me through words in person versus writing, because... I just feel like the writing in in the book on a vague idea of what something means Mm -hmm. is just too much vagueness left open for me to not understand the meaning of the text yeah that is my problem with that i'd rather i'd rather meet somebody who knows more about it to be able to explain it in terms that i could understand better Mm -hmm. i think that's really my only problem with understanding dreams more because i've read articles and stuff online but they don't really pertain to exactly what i'm experiencing
2: yeah okay
1: but uh the thing with the doll i mean how often we come across dolls literally all the time yeah so that one's gonna be a lot harder to determine uh the potential outcome of whether or not this dream is portents to something that's gonna eventually happen or not i'm not sure yeah well,
0: and I know that you were planning on meeting with uh, Shandy anyway to get your aura cleansed. You might want to float that dream towards her way to see what her opinion would be about it. wouldn't be a bad idea.
1: Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, I reached out to her to see if she would do something. Because, I mean, normally I'm pretty good at cleansing myself and stuff like that and keeping things good. But I figured it was good to have an outsider's opinion on the matter to look inwards in myself because, I mean, I trust Shandy in in what she does. Mm -hmm. So I was just curious to see uh, what she uh, could see or feel on me. So, yeah, I reached out to her and we can give it a shot and see uh, see what happens. Okay. I did
0: have a couple updates for everybody before we get started on our topic. Um, We still have our merch store. We definitely recommend that you go check it out Uh, the link to our merch store is in the description of this podcast and we also have a group page where everything we talk about in every single episode we post up links pictures everything like that so if you want to see the stuff that we're talking about definitely ask to join the group just answer some simple questions and then we'll let you in and then we also thoroughly enjoy feedback as well so if you can put in your two cents or your feedback or your personal experiences or anything like that, we definitely recommend that you uh, post that up in the group. Now, now this isn't particularly paranormal related, but um, as you know, both David and I love food. We we tend to have dinner before we go out and investigating or anything like that. If you're in the Utah or Idaho area, um, I did set up a foodie type review group on Facebook so you guys can put in your uh, recommendations, uh, your reviews, whether it was good or bad, um, pictures, stuff like that. I'm sure you guys have probably already seen me post about it once before in the group page. We figured, you know, even though it's not really paranormal related, we do talk about food practically almost on every single episode. Um, So I figured anybody that lives in the area that we live in in the certain counties that is specified in this group, if you live in those counties, definitely ask to join that group as well. We'd love to hear your feedback and everything because really getting sick and tired of being misled on actual reviews for restaurants you know there's been quite a few that i've ate at on the recommendation of everybody else and it ended up being the worst possible place to eat at you know what i mean so we definitely uh recommend that you check that out as well completely optional obviously it's not paranormal related but if you would like to check it out you're more than welcome to <clears throat> so with that being said the uh The main topic of this episode is going to be about past lives and reincarnation. Now, depending on who you are and what you believe in, some people believe in it, some people don't. Uh, I definitely believe in it. I know for a fact that I am on my third life. Um, I've had a couple past lives where a few things have carried over from those past lives to my current life now which one of those things is uh, the irrational fear of water. I don't like deep water. Um, I will go to like Bear Lake, for example, or another body of water, and as long as I can touch the ground, I am just fine being in that water. But well, once I can't touch the ground, that's when full panic mode kicks in for me. And um, I don't know the technical term of you know, uh, having an, ir- an irrational fear of water. Um, from my understanding, I also have drowned in water in a past life, hence why I'm having this irrational fear of water. That's one of the tells, tall tale signs of a past life. Depend, Like I said before, depending on what you believe in, a lot of people don't actually believe in it, but... There seems to be a lot of different things that coincide with reincarnation and, and past lives. Uh, case in point, I'm sure everybody has heard about children talking about um, things that they remember from their past life. Um, there's been numerous different articles written about it, um, of personal experiences and everything like that. Now, David, what are your thoughts on this particular topic? Do you believe in it? do you believe in these kids when they talk about
1: remembering things from their past lives? Um, I guess I would be on the fence cause I'm not really sure. Um, it's validity. I mean, I don't know if I have a past life. I don't No One's really told me, um, anything about it. And I haven't actively looked into it myself. Um, I can see it being a, a thing, having past lives. I mean, it mm-hmm. could explain uh, various things that uh, I think you have a list of all the various uh, signs that you could potentially have past lives.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I, I, I don't know if I have had a past life. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'll put it this way to most things I'm not sure of is uh, I don't, I won't discredit it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, uh, would like more on it to more evidence to support it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll never discredit it, but, uh, as far as me personally dealing with, I don't have a uh, reason to indicate that it's real. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, to me, it's a stronger potential.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, just cause of, uh, various things of, uh, information that people can have, uh, that is potentially, um, derived from their, say, past lives, uh, remembering of th- certain things that they shouldn't remember and stuff like that. I mean, I don't, some can say that some dreams that you have could be memories of past lives, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's right up my alley and I have dreams all the time. Sometimes I feel like I hop into other people's dreams. And who's to say that's not just a different life that I'm remembering, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I, there's a very strong possibility. I would very much like to know more about it. Um, what would be interesting is uh, something that we were talking about the other day is that you were potentially getting ready to start practicing tarot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that uh, could uh, help get some answers in questions that we're asking like that yeah. in terms of past lives and stuff like that so that would be very interesting to see once you learn and develop that a little bit more What, what information we can try to coincide with uh, evidence and things that we get yeah yeah
0: because essentially reincarnation also known as rebirth or transmigration is a philosophical or a Philosoph nah, I can't even speak today. Philosophy no, whatever. It in religious concepts and philosophy. P h i l o s o p h i c a l philosophical. I can't even spell. Okay. Is that? It's a it's a word. It, it's a word. Yeah. I'm anyway, sure. reincarnation, also known as rebirth or transformation is a concept that the non-physical essence of a a living being begins a new life in a different different physical form or body after biological death. Uh, Resurrection is a similar process hypothesized by some religions in which a soul comes back to life in the same body in most beliefs involving reincarnation the soul is seen as immortal and the only thing that uh, becomes um, perishable is the body itself. Upon death, the soul becomes transmigrated into a new infant or animal to live again. The term transmigration means passing of soul from one body to another after death. Um, basically, there there's a one particular article that has um, outlined. Keys, a uh, key, um, signs, basically, that you potentially had a past life, which would be deja vu, unusual memories, dreams and nightmares, fears and phobias, affinity for unfamiliar cultures, passions, uncontrollable habits, unexplainable pains, and birthmarks. Now, I'm sure that a lot of people can probably check most of the most of these off of their list you know what i mean but i'm kind of curious how they came up with this list saying that to to be determined that you had a past life you would have to experience these things what are your thoughts on that
1: yeah well i can relate to pretty much all of that except the birthmarks honestly so Mm -hmm. i guess that leads more to the the thing that it it might be true i i don't know Mm -hmm. um but i mean because it, it just it makes sense just like the memories things the dream things the pain things, Like, because in my experience of you know going and living through all that i mean i mean your thing was the irrational fear of, of water you know and mm-hmm. so i mean that that helps validate your reasoning to believe that what you've been told is true right mm-hmm. with combining that information so i mean I I can see how they got all those and I'm sure there's probably more other things that they could add to it as well Uh that isn't listed on it but uh, it's very interesting Um, Uh it was funny when you were reading your description uh, and then this article that I got of the description uh, are slightly different Uh so I I got uh, reincarnation it's derived from uh, Latin, which literally means to take on the flesh again. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what that is. And then basically, it simply means to leave one life and go to another. And then the whole soul purpose of soul development and spiritual growth. So mm-hmm. essentially, it takes more than one body on this earth in order for your spirit to grow. You know, like how a baby grows from a you know, baby, infant, adult... That's a human life, but then your soul it takes longer for that in order to grow. So basically you could live two lives and be still considered a teenager in the soul mm-hmm. you know so that's kind of what that's uh, leaning towards. Then you have these other things like in Indian and Greek religions uh, the reincarnation implies that you know the person remains essentially the same while occupying a new body which you know another term for that is like rebirth that is Mm -hmm. going through the greek translation Mm -hmm. and essentially what's funny about that is is that the soul for like indian belief too may take the form of a human animal or plant depending on their moral quality of that person's life's actions Mm -hmm. so that that's very interesting too that you know you got latin you know roman and greek that two variations of difference that the spirit grows and then the other flip side is that no the spirit stays the same you're just in a new body Mm -hmm. and then the other one of depending on uh you know another the religious take on it is depending on how your life actions are in this life will determine what you're born into the next life yeah so it's got three different (laughs) variation takes on it from three different regions yeah Because the way that it was explained
0: to me, particularly about my past lives, um, I was killed uh, for my first and second life. Um, I was killed by water in my first life, and I was killed by drugs in my second life. Um, Ironically enough, by doing a little bit of uh, research, kind of basically connecting the dots, One of my good friends, Caden... He was part of my past... My second life... Which... When I talked to Caden about it... He's technically on his last life... Um... So once he passes away... He's... He's done for... He's not going to be reincarnated... Um... Lucky? What? (laughs) I said lucky? Right... Um... But also he's a true... Full on medium... As well... So I can see that... Particularly happening... Um... And with some of the other people that I've talked to, um, there's a reason why I have irrational fears. Like, I'm susceptible for being an addict. Um, I'm also... I have that irrational fear of, of water, since I, I died in water. But then I also have some other irrational fears as well. Spiders is one of those. Um, I absolutely cannot stand spiders. Um, and I also get very lightheaded when I, uh, look over, like, uh, very tall buildings or a cliff or anything like that. So, I mean, it's hard to say. Maybe that it just only applies to this particular life, but I feel like a lot of these things that I'm experiencing now in this life have stemmed from past lives because I never could truly understand why I could never swim in deep water. I don't know why I always tried to um, basically have a panic attack every time when I can't touch the bottom you know what I mean and that could be derived of that now what do you think of that David do you think that could be true
1: um well when I had to save you at Island Park one time I can fully see the uh, panic on you so I, I can yeah. believe that um but you know what I was thinking i'll throw this question your way because before Mm -hmm. i forget it um you brought up an interesting point with kaden and it's being his uh last life uh my my question that i'm actually pondering right now is do you think people with the more spiritual gifts that they have and abilities the closer they are to being on their last life and that's why they have the abilities that they have is because they've lived multiple lives I
0: I truly believe so because Caden can see and talk to uh to spirits like if as if they were living right in front of him, you know what I mean? Living physical beings right in front of him. And I do feel that with him already going through so many past lives, I do believe that the more lives you've went through, the more sensitive, more more or less becoming a
1: medium th- that you are, you know? Right. Because, I mean, that. just thinking about that in my head, I'm like, well, that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, if that is true on the latter. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's very interesting.
0: Yeah. It's definitely really interesting, Like especially when it comes to children talking about it. I came across a article from the University of Virginia uh, School of Medicine, <clears throat> and basically they talk about some young children, usually between the ages of two and five, speak about memories of a previous life they claim to have lived. At the same time, they often show behaviors such as phobias or preferences that are unusual within the context of their particular family and cannot be explained by any current life events. These memories appear to concordant concordant with the child's statement about a previous life. In many cases, of this type, uh, the children's statements have been shown to correspond accurately to facts in the life and death of a deceased person. Some of these children have birthmarks and birth defects that correspond to wounds or other marks of the deceased person whose life is being remembered by the child. In numerous cases, post-mortem reports have confirmed these correspondences. Uh, older children may retain these apparent memories, but generally, they seem to fade around the age of 7. The young, the young uh, subjects of these cases have been found all over the world, including Europe and North America. Um, this one particular doctor, uh, Jim Tucker, uh, he's the director of the Division of Perpetual Studies, has focused uh, mainly in cases found in the United States. He's written a a book called Return to Life, offers accounts of very strong American cases of young children who remember previous lives. Um, I definitely kind of want to try, I wanted to look up this book and actually want to sit down and read it and see what it all entails in this particular book. Because if he's uh, written uh, about cases of uh, past life reincarnations and everything like that, like, for example, um, let's see, uh, Dr. Tucker writes about a now well-known case of James Linninger, a young boy who had verifiable past-life memories of being a World War II pilot, and Ryan Hammonds, who had verifiable memories of being a Hollywood extra and talent agent. So it sounds to me that this, uh, Dr. Tucker has done the footwork and was able to verify some of these findings from these children from the ages of 2 and 5. But my question is, you know, there's there's still going to be people out there that are going to try to defute this and say that it's a, a bunch of BS and everything. But my question for those people is, how the hell would a child between the ages of 2, two to 5 remember details about a World War II thing that happened in their past life.
1: What are your thoughts on that? Um, does it say what year <coughs> he did this study? Um, t- 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 t-
0: let's see here. I don't see an actual date on this particular article at all.
1: Because hmm. so I would say today it'd be harder to disprove because of how much technology these little kids have access to, mm-hmm. but if you have it in a time where technology wasn't that really available for children as they are now, then yeah, I don't see how they could possibly know that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you can get five-year-olds that are just glued to iPads, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, that I could see if it's, uh, that recent. hmm Um, but it could also, if you could look into the child's life in terms of his access to, uh, Electronics like that, um, and you can say that you now he didn't really have that much access to it, then yeah, I, I find that harder to discredit.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I don't know because everything that I'm seeing here is saying 2022, but
1: I think that's just for copyright and stuff. probably when the article is posted about it as well.
0: Could be because I'm not seeing anything on this website and when this was posted. But I almost kind of wonder. Let me see if I can actually let's see if I can pull up some of the publications here.
1: Well, kids, in terms of paranormal and such like that, have always been the the interesting f- cases. hmm uh, When it comes to you know their imaginary friends that they talk to and can see, and just the things that kids say in general that. I would say in most cases probably scare the shit out of most adults on mm-hmm. um, the amount of either knowledge that they possess or things that they shouldn't know in terms of like knowing her their her their dead grandfather is that they never met you know hmm it's things like that that is just it's very fascinating but mm-hmm. it's a hard line to help uh, get real uh, truth out of because yeah they're a kid you know it's hard to take what kids do and say as um a truth yeah because of the fact that we're supposed to know more than them essentially Mm -hmm. and they're saying stuff that they shouldn't know It, it baffles and scares us as humans i think
0: yeah well from what i can see here um that book return to life was originally published on December 3rd of
1: 2013. So he at least did his research and stuff a year, at least two years prior to that? Oh, I would say probably more than two
0: years. I would say probably at least 10 to 20 years. Because hmm. this guy is not really that young. He's not really that old either.
1: Let's so it could either here. be a combination of years of study before writing this book or just quickly doing some research within a couple of years and then pumping out a book.
0: Possibly. I would have to look into this and see exactly what research he's done, how much research he's actually gone in and everything like that. Because it looks like... Because I wonder how old this guy is. Or this Ryan Hammond. I wonder how old this guy is. huh it's definitely worth looking into I mean it's it's definitely interesting like I, I already I'm like uber interested in this now
1: yeah you're starting to do more investigating into it right yeah it, it's an interesting uh idea and topic for sure in terms of this I mean it's right up there with you know our our actual investigating of uh the paranormal uh-huh. uh because it's literally right next to next to it i mean it involves literally dying uh-huh. and again coming back and you know in our terms of you know spirits have souls that live on after the body so i mean it's it's a very highly plausible plausible and probable thing that yeah. uh can be true yeah it's just it's hard enough for uh people and ourselves to wrap our heads around the idea of spirits on this earth then add in the extra effect that oh, we can come back into another body yeah so that's just it's adding an extra layer that's even harder to believe
0: mhm and it's already it, it doesn't help that the paranormal field in general is already a heavily contested field as it is and then you start throwing in some of these things like reincarnation and it starts making people's heads spin you know what i mean
1: yeah
0: so i'm sure that there's a lot more about reincarnation and past lives that we could ever touch on this particular episode but i wanted to to bring this up to everybody because this is actually a very interesting topic to talk about especially when there's actual children out there that that have documented like what they remember from their past life and everything it's hard to defeat that especially uh, years ago before you know the internet was big and everything like that nowadays like it's like david said it could be a lot harder to believe because you know there's kids as young as two playing with ipads so it's definitely it's definitely interesting to, to see how this plays out if this ends up becoming a bigger topic that a lot more people will start believing or if it's going to be one of those things like a lot of people don't believe in Bigfoot, so it's it's one of those one of those topics that's heavily heavily debated for the years to come. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I'm sure it will be. I mean, until spirits are proven, uh, I don't think this will ever be proven either. Yeah. So we ask all of our fans
0: and followers uh, listening to this episode. Put in your two cents about this. What are your thoughts about this? Let's uh, let's see if we can get a conversation going on this. See what, what you personally believe in. If you've done any research in this topic, let us know about what you found and everything like that. And we would love to hear your responses. Definitely check, definitely write them down in the uh, group page. If you want, I'll be posting up the links and everything about reincarnation and past lives. And if you want to comment on those links or if you want to start a whole new thread, just let us know. We'll definitely uh, interact and, and, and talk with everybody who wants to talk about this particular subject. Did you have any final thoughts, David?
1: No, it was interesting.
0: Very much so. And I can't remember, were you the one that brought up this topic to me or was it me that brought up this
1: topic? Um, You know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. God, someone I'm brought like it up and talked about it. <laughs> I just would be really curious if someone would actually be able to tell me if I have or have not had a past life or have been reincarnated or what life I'm on or whatever. Yeah. Not to like fully be like, oh, okay, this is true, what they, what they tell me, but just to kind of have something to go off of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe we
0: can uh, keep this topic on the back burner and maybe we can bring Tim on and get his two cents on it. What do you think of that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I love talking to Tim, so. Right. And he does a lot of his stuff with uh, his spiritual healing and stuff, so I'm sure he knows more about this than we do.
0: True. I think
1: he actually studies it more.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure there's other people that we can ask, too. I know... uh, this was when, when I found out about my past lives, that was brought up by Diana through the people that she talked to about it as well. So it wouldn't hurt, hurt to ask her as well and get her opinion on it because I know she could reach out to her connections. That's how we were able to kind of put two and two together with my past lives.
1: So yeah, it, it'd be very interesting to get uh, more information on it for sure.
0: Yeah, most definitely.
1: Hey everybody, the sponsor of today's
0: episode is Anchor, the platform that we use at the BRB Podcast for our podcast. Anchor is an awesome web-based distribution type platform, kind of like Spreaker and some of those other platforms out there that allows people to host their podcasts. But here's the caveat. There is no caveat. It's free. Free? Yeah, free. Unlike some of the other streaming platforms that we've used in the past, like Spreaker, they limit you on how many episodes you can upload. They limit you on how many demographics and charts and stuff like that that you want to see and see how your podcast is doing. So, Anchor provides all that for free. You can upload. You can have as many episodes as you want for how long it needs to be. They give you all of the graphs and charts needed so that way you can keep track of your progress on how well you're doing for your podcast. And they also give you the option to help monetize your episodes as well by either giving you some sponsorships or you obtain some sponsorships. We definitely, definitely recommend checking out anchor for all of your podcast needs because us at brp podcast we are a self-funded podcast so the fact that we can use internet-based platform for free and they give us all the tools to make us successful is why we give them two thumbs up so we definitely recommend you check out anchor the link is in the description of this podcast we would love for you to check them out and let them know that we sent you over to
1: them Thanks, Anchor.
0: Alright, so... For the game that we're going to be talking about in this episode, it's called The Mortuary's Assistant. Now, have you seen this game before,
1: David? Um, I just watched it this morning. Nice. It seems like a, a little lower FPS uh, graphic-type game mm-hmm. uh, with a pretty simple instructions on... Uh, um, basically, the synopsis of it is is you are an assistant... You're the main guy's like, hey, I gotta go do this uh, stuff's already. Will you uh, prepare this body? And it's more than what you can bargain for. And you have to just go down a series of tasks to complete your job while uh, not dying, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, But it seemed scary and interesting, which people like, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is interesting. I think this game came out. uh, Let's see. When did this game come out? Oh, well, it looks like it's coming out this year, apparently. Release date TBA
1: 2022. Um, is it like a updated version of the game? Because I've seen a playthrough of the game on YouTube. So I don't know if it's like a new release version of it. Because it's in oh, episodes. I like, see.
0: It says here, um, according to Darkstone Digital uh basically a lot has changed since the early prototype i've been working uh for about a year on new system story and all sorts of new neat stuff this demo is a teaser of those systems and hence to a deeper experience to come in the mortuary in spring of 2022 but i'm wondering what what was the stuff that you found on it it came out earlier
1: well, because what I'm looking at right now, this is February 24th, 2020 through December 8th, 2021. That's the run. Mm-hmm. And then it says episode two. So I feel like there's an episode one that came out uh, before that as well. Okay. Um, that I saw a playthrough of.
0: Yeah, because it looks like Markiplier did a video on it back on December 8th of 2021. So that wasn't too far away. Huh. Yeah, when I watched the game through from Markiplier, it was it was pretty a, intense game. I think uh, Whitney was watching it. And then I just started paying attention to it, if I remember correctly. But basically, um, <clears throat> this... Particular game, you're basically f- exercising demonic forces while you're trying to be a mortician's assistant. That was the basis that I got from it, and it seemed to be pretty intense when I watched it. What did did you feel that it was pretty
1: intense when you watched it? Um. Yeah. I. I like I said, it felt like uh, the F fts on it uh Mm -hmm. made the quality a little pixelated and not as great Mm -hmm. um i feel like this would be a great game for uh oculus yeah honestly i think it'd be better that way Mm -hmm. um but i think it's funny that like on top of the fact that you have to do all this you deal with this evil shit in the back burner you're like I still gotta do my job though right <laughs> you know like I, I'm still a mortuary's assistant well, well hold on I gotta dispel a demonic figure alright now back to the patient you know it just it seems like a, a funny concept to be yeah. having that in the back burner of your mind yeah um, exactly but I mean yeah I would say it's another cookie cutty, cookie cutter type mm-hmm in terms of uh, horror based games but it does have a puzzle element to it which I like it's not just walking around doing tat like you actually have to like do certain things that are more Mm puzzly on top of like uh... I I I like the games better that are more like escape room style puzzles mixed with the scary element Mm -hmm. Um, and this is kind of trying to do that a little bit Mm mm-hmm um, so I mean, yeah, I think it. I, I don't. Know, I'd give it like a six point five. Okay. In terms of uh, how I would like it. Yeah. Um, but it, it seems interesting. I don't know if I'll ever play it, but we'll mm. see. Okay. Yeah,
0: I'm definitely. I'm definitely interested to see once the, the, uh, the updated version releases here soon. Because I'm kind of curious to see what if they've made any improvements on like the graphical part of it and everything like that, and some of the stuff that he explained that he uh, changed in it and he's going to be implementing. It kind of makes me wonder, like what all is going to change on it, and I'm sure all the major YouTubers are probably going sh- to do a, a you know a video on it and everything like that. So I'm wondering, we'll do an update once that comes out. well will give them more. Uh, in-depth review on it once the updated version comes out and more people start playing it and everything
1: yeah I, I bet it'll be cool
0: yeah most definitely so if you uh, if you want to check this out we'll post up the links in uh, the group page in regards to this particular game <clears throat> now for the residential case that we're going to be talking about it was it happened here in Logan Utah that was back uh in 2021 now do you remember this one david um
1: maybe um give me some brief things on it and maybe i'll remember
0: uh basically from my notes from when we first uh was talking with the client uh, the house was built. Well, it's technically uh, apartments. So, they're luxury apartments that were built back in 1991. They're condo-style apartments. Um, one of their ch- uh, children uh, looks up the stairs and says, "Fire, fire!" Um, they've seen. Mm, uh, okay.
1: Yep, I remember. Yeah.
0: You remember that one? Okay.
1: I remember. Yes. Because um, yeah. uh, we had Alyssa was there. Yes. And that was, like, one of her first, I think?
0: Yep. And she already got attacked on that yes. investigation. Okay, yep.
1: I remember now.
0: Yep. I do. Yeah, uh, so that one upstairs. was a little bit weird. It was very intense, too. I, I think that's that. one of the first
1: times we did the blind test, too, actually. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because we did it upstairs and downstairs, and we were actually getting a lot with fire. Um... But, like, you were saying stuff involving fire, and I was actually, I remember asking a lot of questions, Mm -hmm. and you just responding based on what you're hearing through the blind test, and that, after the end of that, and I was like, yeah, this blind test thing's real, real good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because that was when, that was the first time we used it, and I just closed my eyes, and I put my head down, and I would just spout off whatever words that I would hear and was i using the fx or was i using both the fx and the sp7 i can't
1: remember um i think you were doing sp7 first because i i remember we couldn't hear so we were basically going straight off of what you were saying okay like we couldn't hear once we figured out the fx 2.0 so i think it was mostly the sp7 Mm-hmm. okay
0: yeah, there was a lot. I remember clipping a lot of different audio clips uh, from that session that coincided with what the what the family was experiencing. I do remember that. and then yeah, the, and then, uh, yeah
1: we had Alyssa got attacked, and I had to give her some of uh, some stones to, to yep. help her.
0: And then um, in the upstairs, we also got collaborating evidence up there as well.
1: Yeah, well, because it was funny. I remember with Alyssa, I told her just to reach her hand in my box. And just pull a stone that feels good. Mm-hmm. And she picked uh, an amethyst stone.
0: Mm. Okay. Which was
1: very good for what she needed at the time. Yeah. So that, that was very, very interesting to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. And then we did, then we did the blind spear box up, upstairs, too. So we had a bunch of corresponding evidence with that. Yeah, because you evidence. were
1: in one room on yep. like, uh, the wheelie chair. Mm-hmm. And then... I think Rebecca was in another be- the bedroom, and then I was out in, like, the loft area. Yeah. So we're each in, like, a bedroom. And I think Alyssa was also, like, uh, in the doorway between the bathroom. like So, like, the hall loft connected to a bathroom, and then the master also connected to the bathroom. Yep. And uh, so we were pretty much spread out upstairs, but each, like, in a spot. So mm-hmm. a spirit couldn't be anywhere else, you know what I mean? Yep. Where we weren't. Um, yeah, we we got a lot of stuff that I remember. I that I do remember um, that was of significance to what we were asking versus what information was given to us. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the family
0: was very very nice. They were very uh, th- they were very uh, willing to allow us to come in and, and resolve their issues. And I feel that we
1: were able to get it resolved that night. Um, I remember cleansing and having to climb up into the attic yep uh, which was the hardest thing to do because I had to do it without a ladder and just a chair yeah so that was a lot of upper body strength to climb up
0: yeah we did a thorough cleansing we pulled attachments see we didn't really get a lot of video evidence we did get a particular bang downstairs that no one could could confirm exactly where that came from and if that was you know any of the kids or if it was the parents or anything like that but yeah i mean it it was intense the the spirit was basically harassing the children and harassing the parents to the point where they were just fed up with it and i don't blame them um, there, when I did the research on the address, there has been a lot of different people that lived in that place since 1991, so it's hard to say if it, if something was brought there and it stayed or if something, you know, was already there previously before the building was built. It's hard to say, especially when it comes to apartments or condos yeah. like that. Yeah. Those so. are,
1: those are the hardest to do, but I feel like it could have been harder. We actually got, was pretty good for what it was. Yeah because the problem with cleansings and doing stuff like that um, is just because you cleanse the unit that doesn't mean it can't go to another unit in the building. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we can't do the whole building because we have to get everyone's permission to do each unit Mm -hmm. so it makes doing apartments and such like that uh, probably the most difficult things to cleanse.
0: Yeah. It's not our favorite. We'll do it anyway to help out the people that are living there, but it's definitely not ideal. But in this day and age, more and more apartments are going up, so I foresee this being a more common thing in the oh, future. Oh, for
1: sure. Especially when they start building uh cuz didn't they build uh, apartments over the old Indian Res School in Brigham
0: Uh they're they're trying to.
1: So, I mean, that's eventually going to but I see a problem there. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. At some point, yeah, because I know they've
0: already been tearing down a bunch of old houses here in Logan to put up high-rise apartments and everything. So I foresee that that area going to be a hotbed of activity here soon.
1: Yeah, yep, because the land alone is enough, and start building over it. Mm-hmm. You never know.
0: Yep. But yeah, it was was a good case. We were glad that the family reached out to us and we were happy to resolve their paranormal issues. As far as I'm aware, I have not heard back from them for a long time, so everything seems to be doing good there.
1: Well, that's good.
0: Yeah. So this piece of equipment that uh, you purchased, David, the EMF lantern, uh, I'm sure our our, uh, fans and followers would love to hear about this particular lantern, because we've actually seen it before used by other... Groups in the past.
1: Um. Yes. Um. I've. I can't remember the first place I ever saw it.
0: I remember the first place I saw it was at Petite Neve, and uh, when, when we when we were investigating with Danielle's team.
1: Yes, that's the first time I saw it in person. Yeah. But I, I I've known about it before then and saw it somewhere else because i remember saying like oh i've I've been wanting to get something like this before you know Mm -hmm. but i can't remember what it was um and then i think i ended up looking because there was a place that was making them that i was wanting to get it from but then they stopped making them for some reason
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and then i can never find it again and we actually contemplated and still might about making our own yeah um, cause we have the housing for it. It's a simple, regular lantern. You just gotta take the stuff out and put LED strips and then just find a place to put the EMF sensor, honestly. Yeah. Um, but so I found it, I think on Amazon mm-hmm. is where I ended up, ended up purchasing this from. And, uh, I've used it. I use it on every investigation now. And I think I really only had one place where I saw it go off. Mm hmm. Um, it's very, it's, it's not sensitive. Like it takes a lot to set it off for sure. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like a K2. It'll take a lot more to, to set it off. Um, but I like the aesthetic of it. It's pretty bright. It's 360 view, wherever you put it. So that's a nice angle on it. Mm-hmm. And I do think it works. I mean, I can definitely, uh, tell how, you know, just regular EMF meter. Uh, but I, it is not sensitive like it takes a lot to set it off so i think that is uh pretty good mm-hmm. um and yeah like i said i think i've only seen it used a handful of times go off uh, little blimps um but I, I i like it i like i said i like it more than a k2 so mm-hmm. that's a plus
0: yeah and it, it seems to be pretty well made i mean once it's fully collapsed it's about a size of a coca-cola can and then, obviously, when you pull it out, um, anybody that lives in the in the Western United States is probably familiar with Maverick. And I know for a while, their Maverick was given away those lights if you redeemed their your points for them and everything like that. Um, I've also seen them in other stores as well for camping lights and everything. In fact, the one that you gave me when I tore it all apart I mean it was basically pretty much simple there's a trigger switch that when it's pressed it cuts it's an open circuit but once it's released it's a closed circuit hence the the light coming on and the one that uh, you gave me to tear down and everything and basically it's just a simple circuit board with um, with uh, LED diodes on it soldered to the board and everything and it's in a triangular pattern basically so that way it's a 360 lighting effect and all it is is just it's connected to the battery tray and, and that's about it i mean it it gets as simple as that for one of those but i'm i would love to tear that one apart the paralight, um and see exactly what all went into that because i feel like you know because you the the emf detector that i got off of you uh, to build the coffin box you know, that, that's a, a square PCB board, you know, with everything built onto it and everything like that, including the lights. So I'm kind of curious how they created their PCB board to make it work with the way that they have it. Um, but, I mean, it, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool concept. And, in fact, it was the North Canton Paranormal Detectives LLC that uh, created this particular piece of equipment. You can buy it off of Amazon. Uh, were you the one that found it, David, or did I find it and I showed it to you? I can't remember.
1: Um, I think you sent it to me for sure.
0: Yeah. And then um. you bought it, and then the first place that we used it at was that residential up in Idaho Falls. In the bathroom. E- sure. That's what I remember, anyway. I can't remember if we used it anywhere else. Did we have it for the
1: Thatcher investigation? Because that was the one before that. Mm, I just remember it going off the most at that uh, major cleansing that we had to do. Because mm-hmm. I put it in uh, the little pantry area in the downstairs where that uh, big portal was, and I remember it going off down there.
0: Mm. Okay, maybe you did have it for the Thatcher investigation then. <laughs> yeah, Possibly. I, I can't remember. Because I know you didn't have that for the Montpelier one
1: uh no
0: that would have been good to have it though especially on the one side of that basement
1: right yeah no i definitely did not have it from montpelier so yeah after montpelier for sure
0: <clears throat> mm-hmm. and we'll definitely uh post up the link in the description uh uh, uh we'll post up the link in the group uh pay and the group uh page anyway not the description of the podcast but as it sits right now, it's going for on Amazon for $124.99 with $4.99 shipping. Uh, they only have two in stock right now, but I'm sure that they will probably get more in as they build them. But they also carry a bunch of other different equipment as well. In fact, I'm going through the list, and this is actually pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I don't remember the other stuff that they had, honestly. So yeah. Sh- whatever else they got, I'm sure. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, they sell like K2s, um, let's see, SB11s, REM pods, the trifill digital meter, uh, thermal, SB7. There's this one here that seems to be pretty cool. DEFCON DD1206, professional digital radio frequency RF, Bluetooth, GSM cellular, Wi Fi detector. Hunting sweeper. Uh, hmm.
1: A lot of stuff there, bud.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, they only want like five—a cool five hundred forty-five dollars and ninety-nine cents for it. Hmm. hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it's a—it's a pretty cool piece of equipment. So far, we've what? We've used it at three or four locations now. So far.
1: Yeah, I think, like I said, every investigation I've done since getting it, I, I have it and use it.
0: Mm. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do some more testing on it, too. Because they even recommend that you, uh... Probably recommend to you to put a K2 right next to it to see how accurate it is versus, like, a K2. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. But yeah, we definitely recommend it. We'll post up the link in the group page and We'll go from there. Uh, did you have anything else in regards to that piece of equipment, David?
1: Um, No, like I said, I like it. I prefer it over a K2, so.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. I
1: will put it in my top ten, I guess.
0: Okay. And we we'll, we definitely recommend it. It's a good piece of equipment. It's, it's simple, but yet it works. And that's all we ever ask for, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's true.
0: Alright, well that's going to wrap up for this episode of the BRP Podcast. We thank you for tuning in and listening to us, and you have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye-bye. You are listening to the Bear River Paranormal Podcast, BRP Podcast. If you or you know of someone who is having issues with an entity or a possible haunting, please send us an email, text, or call. You can find all of our information at www.brppodcast.com bearriverparanormal.com We work 24-7 so we can resolve your paranormal issues quickly and as conveniently as possible. If you haven't already, please subscribe to Bear River Paranormal Podcast. Toss us a rating or a review. You can also find us on Facebook at BRP Podcast. If you're interested in sponsoring us or if you like your products featured on the show, please send us a message. We look forward to hearing from you soon. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful rest of your day.